Well, thank you, Linda and Brenda and music team and everyone making worship possible this morning. We begin a new series in the Gospel of Mark this morning, and it's entitled Following in the Footsteps of Jesus. This morning, we're looking at listening to God's whisper in the new year, and we are in 1 Kings chapter 19, verses 11 through 13 for the Hebrew Scripture reading. And this is God's words to Elijah. The Lord said, go out and stand on the mountain in the presence of God, for the Lord is about to pass by. Then a great and powerful wind tore the mountains apart and shattered the rocks before the Lord, but the Lord was not in the wind. And after the wind, there was an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. And after the earthquake came a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire came a gentle whisper. When Elijah heard it, he pulled his cloak over his face and went out and stood at the mouth of the cave. Then a voice said to him, what are you doing here, Elijah? May the Lord bless his word to our hearts and minds this morning. Well, it is the new year, isn't it? And I don't know what you do for your sort of new year uh, ceremony or sort of ritual in life. A lot of us set goals in life. A lot of us reset, recalibrate our direction. And in order to do that out there, there's a lot of voices that come around swirling about all the new things that are going on. And I don't know if you listen to those voices some, but uh, there's voices about diets. I don't know if you're a dieter, but uh, there's the keto diet and then there's the paleo diet, which is like a Stone Age thing, I guess, sort of the, the old in the new. And, uh, and then there's uh, blueberries or no blueberries, cranberries, no cranberries. Uh, now there's vinegar, and of course, put some baking soda in there to really froth it up, right? And uh, all kinds of things that promises all kinds of new things in life. And, and then there's investments, right? Uh, is it going to be a recession, no recession, invest in tech or don't invest in tech? I don't know, right? And then uh, there's the, the voices swirling about all kinds of new things in terms of technology. Uh, do you have your drone yet? They're on sale. Look in Amazon. Learn how to fly it so you don't fly it into the neighbor's yard, right, or house, or all kinds of things. I don't know, whole swirl of new things in the new year. And on the really good side, there are good new things happening, but also uh, the new promises that we make. And I think as we think about those swirl of voices and what voice do you follow, it's good to listen to God's voice in God's Word. And I invite you back into this reading this morning as we think about that. And the setting is this, that Elijah is one of the greatest prophets of all time, has had one of his greatest victories before all the prophets of, of Baal. And in that moment, you would think that, that Elijah feels great about that. But then Jezebel, the queen of the time, says that she is going to kill Elijah within the next few days. And Elijah has a meltdown an absolute meltdown, and he flees for his life. He finds himself in the middle of the desert, and there he just collapses and said, God, I'm, I'm done. I'm over it. Life is too hard, and uh, why did you put me up to this? And remember, it was after his greatest victory, and isn't it true sometimes that our, our greatest sort of breakdowns sometimes are after our our greatest victories. We just, we have this victory, and then we've used all of our energy, all of our adrenaline, but then bam, we come crashing down when there's a new challenge. Maybe because we haven't learned to lean on God, the source of our strength. But Elijah collapses there, and then he falls asleep, and he wakes up, and there's an angel there. 
And the angel says, why are you here? Right? And Elijah says something. And then the angel, like any good counselor, says it again. Why are you here? Right? And he goes back to sleep. And the angel wakes him up and gives him bread and water. Right? It's kind of like coffee and cinnamon rolls. If you ever had a, you know, breakdown and someone brings you coffee and cinnamon rolls, man, that's the best, isn't it? Kind of gets you re-energized. And then the angel sends him on a trek and he sets out towards the mountain of God, which is Mount Sinai, which, by the way, it's in the middle of a desert. It was there on a trip to the Holy Land. It is in the middle of the desert, uh, rocky, sandy, dry, desolate. But he goes on that pilgrimage, and then he goes to the mountain of God, where God spoke to, we believe, Moses. And Elijah is there, and he's in the cave. I don't know if he's hiding, waiting, whatever, but... Have you ever been in a cave in life? You just sort of withdraw, right? And then, no doubt, he's praying. And in that moment, there is this huge wind that tears the rocks apart. And uh, some kind of desert storm. And it says that God wasn't in the wind. And then there's an earthquake. And it shakes all the, the rocks. And it says God wasn't in the earthquake. And then there's a firestorm of some kind. And it says that God wasn't in the fire. And then there's a moment when there's that still small voice of God that Elijah hears whispering to him to come out. And Elijah comes out and listens to God's, and God's voice is, what are you doing here, Elijah? Other translations say, why are you here, Elijah? I rather like that. Why are you here, Elijah? Echoing the words of the angel, why are you here, Elijah? Man, someone once said, you probably heard it said, but it's so good. You lose your way when you lose your why. You lose your way when you lose your why. And so this morning, as we think about our way and new directions in life and where we're going, do you know what your why is in life? Are you in touch with your why? And do you need to hear, again, the whisper of God in your life? Elijah did, one of the greatest prophets of all time. And God restores in that moment to Elijah, right, that God loves Elijah. Before anything else, God loves Elijah. And then God gives Elijah sort of a reinvigoration of his mission for his life. And God also gives Elijah a mission to mentor a new prophet by the name of Elisha, and that he will breathe into this young man God's spirit and purpose, and he also will become a prophet of God. But the first thing is his why, his why. God wasn't in the earthquake. God wasn't in the wind. God wasn't in the fire, earth, wind, and fire. If you're from the 60s, sort of searching for the why in life back then too, right? Where's your why this morning? The whisper to Elijah, and then the whisper to Jesus. In Mark 1.11 is recorded that beautiful moment in the baptism of Jesus, which we will focus on more in a couple weeks, but if we just mention it right now, God's voice to Jesus in the moment of baptism was what? God's whisper. This is my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased. Mark 1 Verse 11, like one, one, one. One times three, right? This is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased, that God loves 
his son, Jesus, come as Emmanuel, God with us, and he's well pleased. Before anything has started, the love of God is first and foremost in love to Christ. And Jesus, just, just a few verses later, coming out of the temptation and begins to teach. And Jesus' words to us is that God is doing something new in this new space and place and time in God coming into history in his life. And those words are that God is doing something new, so new that it's like new wine needs to be in new wineskins, right? So we don't use wineskins now, but back then, what you do is you put wine in, grape juice at the time, that's unfermented, and the wineskin was leather, right? So it's new leather, so it's not expanded. And then as the wine fermented, right, it would expand with that new leather, and the leather would expand. So if you put new wine in old wineskins that are already expanded, what would happen? It would just blow up. It's kind of like, I don't know, back in the day, my father used to like, and we used to like to help him make root beer. I don't know, homemade root beer? Anybody did that? And, uh, and so what we do is there's this root beer mixes, right? And we'd have these bottles, and then we had the caps, you know, that you'd, with the little crank thing you'd put on. This is going way back, right? And, uh, and we put them in the kitchen, and um, in one particular time, and then after, I don't know, it was a month or two, when it fermented in there, we could pop these things open. It was homemade soda, right? And, and it, we loved it. We loved it. But one year in particular, I don't know what it was where the caps weren't on right, or it got too close to the heater vent, right? And we had real high ceilings in our, in our kitchen. It was an old-fashioned farmhouse. But in the middle of the night, apparently, there was so much pressure from that root beer that it blew the caps off. Of, and when one started to blow, they all blew up, and there was root beer all over the ceiling of our kitchen. <laughs> we never got all the root beer off the ceiling of the kitchen. So, oh man. But it, boy, what an exciting time that was, except when we had to clean all that up. But the power of that fermentation just blew the caps off. And Jesus is saying, you need something new to go into new wineskins, right? A little different metaphor, but the same kind of idea. And so, in this new moment, in this new year of life, what is God whispering to you about your why? That God wants you to turn the page maybe on what is past and to open a new chapter, a new book, a new dimension to your life, to reinvigorate your why, to rediscover your direction, your true north in life. And God would whisper to you, first and foremost, what God whispered to Jesus. You are His son or daughter in whom He is well pleased, loved you so much that He came in Christ to offer forgiveness and renewal and grace, that God has a plan and purpose for your life. Do you know your why? And I want to read also from another whisper in the Bible, which I love, which is from Isaiah chapter 49, verses 15 through 16, about God's message of love in Hebrew Scripture. And it says this, Can a woman forget her nursing child, or show no compassion for the child of her womb. Yet even these may forget, yet I will not forget you. See, I have inscribed you on the palms of my hands. Your walls are continually before me. But God has tattooed you, your name, I love you, a little heart on God's hands somehow, some way. And uh, one of the authors that I, I rather like is Ann Vorskamp, and she writes this 
in her meditation on unwrapping the greatest gift, and she paraphrased this but adds to it this great devotional. So I want to hear uh, her words as I read them. He whispers to you, God whispers to you, I love you. You know how it's almost like your mother ties her heart to your heart so that she feels what you feel. So it's impossible for her to forget you even for just one second. I want you to remember this down to the very deepest parts of you. It's absolutely impossible for your Father God to even to ever forget you. For even just one fraction of a second, because I've tied my heart to your heart even closer, and I feel what you feel. I've written your name right here on my hand, no matter how much your earthly mother loves you, more than to the moon and back, your heavenly Father loves you infinitely more, more than to heaven, and on into forever and always. And I think one of the ways that God has inscribed our name in His hands are the nail prints that are in the hands of Christ, and those scars will remain for all eternity, and there in those nail scars are our names that God loved us that much. In this new year, as you're listening to all the swirl of voices around, the greatest thing to listen to is God's words of love to you, to rediscover your why, because with the why, you will know your way in life. And if you are lost in your way, you need to rediscover your why. Jesus knew His why, and Jesus whispered to that, love to us throughout His ministry, but more than anything else in the cross. Elijah rediscovered that why and went on to have a fruitful, fulfilled ministry as he poured his life into the lives of those around him and into the young man, Elisha, who had become one of the greatest prophets of all times. And Jesus invites us to rediscover God's love in a powerful, powerful way in our lives. Where are you this morning with God's love in your life? That is the most important thing in a new year. Put all your goals down, hear all the new voices, those things are good, but the overarching plan and purpose in our life is the why that God comes to us, and the why is God's love for us in Christ. When I was on the trip to the Holy Land, we went to Mount Sinai on the way uh, down to Egypt to the foot of Mount Sinai. It's a 5,000 foot climb just to the base of Mount Sinai where St. Catherine's Monastery is, and it's just unbelievable. And it, it is dry and rocky. It is every bit the desert. It's just sort of a scenic desert. I mean, it is raw desert, mountainous terrain. And, and there at the foot of Mount Sinai is this well, well where we believe Moses uh, met his wife and was refreshed and other great things happened in life, and probably where Elijah also went before he ascended the mountain. And as uh, we went out there, we saw all these people from around the world, different faiths, uh, different races, different places who were coming down the mountain. We asked, wait, what's going on? And uh, many of these young people and old people, all ages, races, religions, had got up to three, at 3 o'clock in the morning to go and to climb Mount Sinai to see the sunrise on Mount Sinai to maybe hear God's whisper in their life, called from all around the world, different religions, races, places, languages, and to watch that sunrise and maybe hear, like Elijah, that whisper of God. Why are you here? And maybe to hear the most important thing, that the why 
is God's love for them, as God pulled them into a new moment in life. Well, you don't have to go to Mount Sinai. You might. But God in this new year is pulling you into a new place in time, a new stage in life. But a lot of times, the media and the world, sometimes even in church, people want what? They want wind, a lot of noise, right? They want the earth to shake. They want fire. But God speaks many times in a still, small voice, in a whisper, in a whisper where you have to quiet your heart, quiet your whispers, and to listen to God, to listen to what God is whispering to you, what God whispered to Elijah, what God whispered to Jesus at the start of his ministry, what God whispers down through the ages, and Jesus whispered to us this new and profound whisper that you are God's beloved son or daughter, that God loves you and has a plan and purpose for your life, and God pleases you, and God will make a way for you through whatever you face in the new year. Doesn't mean things will always go your way. Doesn't mean that everything will always turn out the way you'd like, but what it does mean is the first and last thing is God's whisper of love in your life. I'm going to close with this story, which I love. And the story goes back to the early part of the 20th century, time when telegraph was, uh, was very common, you know, or dots and dashes. If you're a Boy Scout or a Girl Scout, you might know that, or if you've been in the military doing some of the semaphore stuff. And this young man went to the telegraph office to apply for a job. And uh, he walked into the waiting area and was told to sit there and to wait to be called. And there was a bunch of other young people there men and women waiting to be interviewed for this job, and people were waiting there, and a, a lot of noise there, but in the middle of this noise, this young man gets up, and he walks through the door, closes the door, and after about 20 minutes, the manager opens the door, with, comes out with this young man, and says, well, thank you all for coming to the interview. Uh, you may go home now. We've hired this young man. And, and all these other people are like, what do you mean? We came here for an interview, and, and you only interviewed him. And he said, well, I want to just share what, what just happened, and maybe it'll be a learning experience for you. He said, in the midst of all this noise out here, we had uh, a telegraph going in the background with dots and dashes, and it communicated. It was saying, if you hear this message, get up and walk through the door. And this young man heard the message and got up and walked through the door, so we hired him. Lots of noises in life, but are you tuned in to the thing that matters most? God's whisper is still echoing through the ages. God's whisper is pulling us into the new year and many new things, but the most important thing is the true why in life, which is you are God's beloved son or daughter, and God is well pleased in you, so well pleased that he sent Christ to give his life that you would know God's forgiveness and grace, plan and purpose, and was raised to give us the power and the purpose to accept God's forgiveness and grace and to share the good news with others. What would happen if you heard that voice and walked through the door? Would you join me in prayer? Lord, as we think about your whisper in the new year, we're so thankful that it's a whisper of love that calls us to your purpose, that gives us the why in life.
So, Lord, if we've lost our way in life, help us to rediscover the why that only you can give us, which is your love and grace in Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. And all God's people said, amen.